yeah like we, we hear it every now and then like sometimes like they'll like like our media team does a pretty good job of like putting it over top of the videos like i guess the stuff they put on instagram and stuff like that okay so we sometimes and i can probably guess what you're about to say but <laughs> I'll, I'll let you hit it <laughs> Welcome to My Auto Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I are joined by Georgia wide receiver Lad McConkie. This is the second installment of our 2023 player interview series. We think everyone will enjoy hearing what Lad has to say, and we hope you feel like you got to know him a little better. I know we did. Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Oxyatine, as well as the Classic City Collective for making this episode possible. Now, it's time to clock in with Lad McConkie. All right, so we're back with another edition of our uh, uh, collaborations with Oxia Time and Classic City Collective with our player interview series. Uh, so if you haven't checked out the episode with Tate Ravage, be sure to go check that out. Uh, but super excited to have Lad McConkie, uh, redshirt junior from Chatsworth, Georgia, out of North Murray High School. Uh, Lad, welcome to My Got a Podcast. Heck yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, we, we we know Tate told you all the good things about how great it is to be on. So, you know, you, you had to like sign right up to come come hang out with us. Yes, <laughs> he, he has some good feedback. Get some... <laughs> uh, I know, yeah. John, John, why don't you get us off with our, uh, what w- 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 we like to open with with these guys. Yes. Uh, Len, we, we always like to open when we have our guests on that are, that are fans and players, you know, just give us a rundown of what, what your Georgia story is, because, you know, as I understand it, you weren't, you didn't grow up a Georgia fan. What was, what, what led you to Georgia, your recruiting story? And we've got a couple of questions that will probably lead you along the way a little bit, but what's, what's your Georgia story? Yeah. So really, yeah, like I didn't have too many big offers coming to house at high school, like all FCS. Um, like I always tell everybody, like my five official visits were UTC. So Tennessee, Chattanooga, yeah. um, Jackson State. I went to West Point, uh, Army West Point, which was actually a really cool, cool experience going up there. Um, then I went to Georgia, and then I went to Vanderbilt. <laughs> it was kind of like all, <laughs> like all across the spectrum. But uh, yeah, they came on late. Uh, Coach Smart um, ended up, co- or Coach Smart and Coach Hartley came to a basketball game uh, on a Monday night, and then came back to my house and gave me the offer. And I was like, okay, this is <laughs> kind of came on quick. Life's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah. Uh, like you said, I grew up a Tennessee fan, so I wasn't always a Dogs fan. And honestly, I <laughs> yeah, both of us, yeah, y'all, y'all got the Tennessee guys on here. But uh, yeah, I can't say, like if if Tennessee would have offered me, like I probably would have been there. Like just how I grew up, like that was that was where I wanted to go. But once I got to Georgia, uh, went on my visit and everything, I was like, okay, I can't turn this down. Like I, I got. Was it, did you create any, like, did you create any factions in your family when you made that decision? Uh, no, no, all of them, all of them was a pretty easy transition. Uh, they all have red on now and it's like, sometimes I'll look at them like, dang, that's a little, like, a little weird. Like I've never seen y'all, y'all wearing that before. Um, but I always give my brother, uh, always give him a hard time because he still has a Tennessee T on his, uh, the back of his truck. I'm like, dude, like you got to take that off. But <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, would you say that, like, so was I mean, was Coach Hartley kind of like your lead recruiter? I guess through that, 
Uh, I mean, I really don't know. Like it happened literally so fast. Like yeah. I was laying in bed and I got a text and it was like, Coach Hankton. It was like, hey, this is Coach Hank from UGA. And it was like, hey, this is Coach Hartley from UGA. Hey, this is Coach Smart from UGA. And it was like back to back to back. And I was like, okay, so someone's like, this is <laughs> this is not uh, true. But so, yeah, I don't know. It all happened so fast. Um, so I don't know who you really call the, the lead recruiter in that one. Got it. No, that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah. Because you, so just, just walk us through it a little bit. Like you were a three-star recruit, right? Like what, what was, did you feel like you were a three-star recruit at the time? Like what, what was, what was going through your head? Like you said, you had those, those handful of visits to those smaller schools. What, uh, you know, how, how did, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Like I always knew, like, if I could just get my shot, like if someone would just take a chance on me, like I could make the most of it. And like, I was so close, like in my recruitment, like just ready to be done with it. And I was like, I'm just going like, to, I'm going to commit commit to one of these schools. I'm just going to do it. Like, I really loved like Tennessee Chattanooga, like the coaches up there, like they were awesome. It's 45 minutes from my house. So they were there like all the time, but my brother was like, just be patient, dude. Like be patient. I promise it's going to happen. So ended up happening. Uh, thankfully. <laughs> so, man, we're so glad that it did. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and so, and I mean, you were playing like multiple positions in high school, right? Like, weren't you playing quarterback? Yeah. So I, Played quarterback my senior year, which was actually really fun. Got to have the ball in my hands every play. Got to just run around and you know throw it every now and then, and run it. So it was sweet. Do you ever, do you ever like give Kirby a nudge in the games? Like, hey, <laughs> tell him like, hey, like just put in a double pass. Let's do something. Like <laughs> I could do it, but I mean, you know how it goes. <laughs> That's only yeah. reserved for other receivers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we got to get you out of that list. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, so I, I know you said like, you know, you believed it. Um, you felt like if you just had a chance, if like for like the other three, three stars out there, like, you know, any, any advice for that kid in high school who maybe, you know, has that confidence in himself, but doesn't get the looks like any advice for, for those kids out there, how to, how to handle it. Yeah. Really just be patient. Like that was, that was my thing. Like I said, I almost was like, let's just jump the gun. Let's just do it. Like I'm, I'm done with it, but be patient. But like now with the portal, like, People can go FCS, have a, a blowout or a crazy year, and then transfer. So times are times are different now. So I feel like if you're not in like if you don't get your like what you want exactly out of high school, just mm-hmm. go and prove yourself, and and you can get it the next year. So it's crazy times now. Did it, did the thought ever ever not to not to put it out there, but like did the thought ever occur to you that like maybe you should go to Tennessee or something like that? Like or do we just completely? Oh, like all in on Georgia, obviously, but like, did that the thought ever cross your mind, or did you ever get hit up or <laughs> persuaded? <laughs> no, no, like it's okay. It's, so yeah, it was a uh, like when I I went to Tennessee uh, on a visit like the next week, like after Georgia offered me. Okay, okay, and they gave like they were just like yeah, like we've already offered some guys, like we think they're going to commit. We can't really like give you anything. And they're like, but if anything happens and changes on signing day, like we're gonna, we'll call you and let you know. So I was who, like, who'd they take over you? Just out of curiosity, <laughs> I can't, I can't even remember honestly who the two guys are. Like, I don't re- remember how many it was, but, uh, but yeah. So they had some guys, and they're like, if anything changes, like we'll call you. And I was like, screw that! Like I'm not gonna be even putting that, put myself in that position. As soon as I woke <laughs> up at seven a.m. on signing day, I signed my papers and sent it over. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna put myself in that position. So I knew where I wanted to be, and I feel like it worked out pretty well. 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it definitely it definitely worked out. It definitely worked out. And I mean, and so you read you redshirt in 2020 in COVID year, right? But then, yeah. But then when you come onto the scene in 2021, I mean, like right out the gate, you started that game in Charlotte, right? Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Started that first game in Clemson, which was which was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> I was like, I went from not playing. I didn't play a single snap that year before, and then got to like run out there and and start that first game so it was pretty sweet feeling yeah i mean the beginning of the run that started it all too i mean that's got a that's that's a that's a pretty cool feather in your cap to have right there no doubt that game was was crazy too it was like i think it was like 10 to 3 or something like we didn't even score on offense i was like oh my (laughs) god but that's when we started rolling after that so yeah yeah for sure for sure what uh, what was it what's it like you because you've you've basically played with a, a lot of different quarterbacks that have come through. Like you've caught for guys that have, you know, that are waiting their turn. Um, you caught for Stetson, you caught for JT. Like what, what's, uh, what, what's been your perspective on the, on the quarterback position with, at Georgia? Yeah. I mean, we've had a, a bunch of like really good quarterbacks come through. Like even like my freshman year, Jamie Newman was oh, there. That's for, right. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of guys. So like, Jamie, JT, I was a Stetson, Carson, like Dewan played for a little bit. That's um, right. So yeah, like I, I've seen a lot of them, and um, yeah, been lucky to be able to catch some passes from them. That's Dude, awesome. I did not have Jamie Newman on my bingo card to come up on this lad as, <laughs> as a class from the past. I, do, I definitely remember when uh, what was it, the year of the dog? I don't know if you've seen that. The, like the ESPN, ESPN did like a documentary on 2021, and I remember like that they did like a flashback to like spring or whatever from the year before um and uh from 2020 and there and jamie newman was that and i was like the same thing i was like oh my gosh like he looked pretty good in practice <laughs> yeah yeah never got oh, to see yeah. it <laughs> did that surprise you guys when he left uh i mean that whole time was like Just weird, weird yeah. with COVID, like i mean i don't yeah i don't know that whole that whole season was honestly crazy yeah right but then yeah. you got to 21 and we've, we've been on this, this magical run, right? Like, I mean, what does it feel like? Cause if you, you grew up a Tennessee fan, so you are, you're probably, you know, around and aware of the nineties and all that kind of stuff that they had. Um, how does it feel to be a part of something that's meant so much to so many people throughout the entire state and Bulldog nation? Yeah. I mean, it's awesome for us to kind of like our fan base like as I saw it as a Tennessee fan, like all my like all my buddies, like all their dads, all their family, like they were all Georgia fans. So like if I was ever ever watching a, like a Tennessee Georgia game with them, I was like, oh my gosh, like these guys are going crazy. But like that, I feel like that's how like Georgia fans are. They like love it so much and like so passionate about it. So like to be able to, I mean, put together the couple seasons we've had, it's been pretty special and pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you've you've obviously been 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 a huge part of it uh i know like what auburn auburn in 21 i feel like was your first like really like explosive game uh you had those two long two long touchdown passes um or two long touchdown catches in that game uh and then uh i don't know what, what's it what's it like playing on the road in a crazy environment like that and maybe being able to silence them a little bit with some of that yeah playing a, like playing on the road like obviously there's just it's like a sense of like like we're all we got we're all we need and like mm. everyone else is which dogs travel though too so like you can you can always hear you can always hear them get 
getting up and make a play. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, it's really cool to be able to, like, go and, like, play at other places. Like, mm. obviously, Auburn, uh, not even that game, but, like, that's just, like, a, a crazy place to play. Like, they get so excited. Like, Neyland's another one. It gets really loud. I mean, we played at South Carolina doing, like, the sandstorm and stuff like that. And, <laughs> like, but, like, really, like, that is cool. I think it's really cool to kind of go play at places like that. Yeah. What's the what's been your like? I agree. What's been your favorite like away venue? Obviously, obviously, Sanford's the best, right? So, like, what's what's been the the next best? I guess in in your experience thus far, uh, Auburn really is a pretty cool one because I feel like they're like right on top of you. It's like all the fans are just like <laughs> right there. You, know, you can like hear hear everything. And then, like, we played Neyland two years ago, and then I mean, obviously, coming up um, here next week. That's a pretty yeah. cool one to play, play in. Um, Mississippi State with the cowbells. Uh, <laughs> and, like last year when we played Mizzou, like their stadium's not the biggest, but like they act like they were their fans were into the game. Like it was getting loud. Like I remember last year, like their little thing is like M I Z, and like the whole crowd was like C O U. So it was, it was like it's cool to see other fan bases and just like kind of see what they're like. I guess like little memo is and stuff like that. Right, right, yeah. for sure. I do. Okay. So you mentioned the cowbells. I, I, I got to bring up because lad, one of the things we've talked about is like, you are an excitable player. Uh, so you get, you get the crowd hyped. And I remember you, you gave a little cowbell back to them last year after your, uh, your long touchdown run. Uh, yeah, I don't really know that. One, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't no, happen. We didn't you, see that. You, you, you've done the cowbells and where did the finger guns come from? <laughs> so that's actually a funny story. So like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> all, like some of my dad uh, and like all his high school buddies, like that was what they did. Like the six shooters, like when they scored, I don't, I don't know why, but like they just like would always do that. So they always text me before the game. Like they'll call me, they'll just like 84, like 84, you're going to hit the six shooters today. Like when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And it got to the last game of the year. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So it's like, it just, I don't. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about doing it before the game. It just not a scored, and I was like, I might as well do it. And like, uh, they have like kids my age too, so they were like videoing their dads, and they were like <laughs> going crazy. So it's, <laughs> it was actually it was it was cool to see that there. Uh, I guess there. I don't, I don't I don't know how I don't know how uh, wide and deep our our gift content comes from, but uh, go or goes out to you if you guys have seen it. But we, that was a gifable moment that when it <laughs> happened. Jim and I were like, we've got to get that on a GIF immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so you're immortalized in 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 one of our GIFs. <laughs> of many there are. Heck yeah. Uh, well, shoot. Well, while, while we're on while we're on that game, uh, I don't know, lad. We 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 had people that said we they really wanted to make sure we we talked to you about this. I, do you? I don't know. So like when we were in school, okay, and like you know, so. You know, we're for my got a podcast. It's a riff off of Larry Munson. Larry Munson was the play by play guy when we were back in school. Um, we've got Scott Howard now. Like, do, are, do you guys like, does that get back to you at all? Like, you guys make a big play, like the Scott Howard call of like, you know, like, do you guys uh, even like find out about that? Yeah. Like, we, we hear it every now and then, like, sometimes like they'll like, like our media team does a pretty good job of like putting it over top of the videos. Like, I guess the stuff they put on Instagram and stuff like that. Okay. So, we'll, sometimes and i can probably guess what you're about to say but i'll, I'll let you hit it <laughs> i mean i mean we yeah basically i feel like the people who listen to our podcast would be so mad if we didn't ask you about mcconkey got on his donkey 
Yeah. And so I don't know if y'all seen it. Have y'all seen that like uh, AI generated photo? It's like me riding a donkey. I'm like, what in the like? Yes. Where did that come from? But yeah, it was, uh, I was cracking up. Like there were so many people that sent it to me. It was like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was cracking up. I feel like I feel, did John create that, Jim? I can't even remember where. I don't he know got where it from. came from. I, I think feel like he was I, the first one that showed no, it to us. So I, I actually was trying to figure that out recently. It was Coach Trillbill. Coach Trillbill sent that to us during the game. That's what it was. So that game, uh, like that, <laughs> that image came out like during during a game this season, Vlad. Uh, it was like it was like during the game when people were texting it. I don't I don't know where it came from, but yeah, or that's where we first saw it was this yeah. season. So. <laughs> the Bing, the Bing AI generator has been a pretty fun toy that we, as as visual creators ourselves, we've been playing around with a lot of stuff. And John Tweed Sports is one of our one of our uh, colleagues, and he he uh, <laughs> he's gotten some pretty cool images out of it. And so everybody's kind of trying to one up each other on on who can create the best AI <laughs> dog. But I think that you won that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was pretty pretty solid one. Pretty solid. <laughs> uh awesome well i i know so earlier you 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 know we talked about the transfer portal a little bit and just talking about like you mentioned like how much college football is changing um and obviously like nil you know is something that is new as well actually you know you're in really the first like generation of players um to be involved there um and like one of the things we talked about with tate as well as like you know one of the things we've seen from it is like guys have podcasts like that it feels like we get to know you guys better through it uh, or because of it i guess um but i don't know i guess like in general like like what does nil meant meant for you wait can you see me yeah sorry i thought my phone messed up for a second are you good no, yeah um uh, i mean it's been cool like honestly um but the main like the thing our coaches have done a good job of preaching is like keep the main thing the main thing and like if yeah. you like really like it's if you can put a good product out on the field like that and like not even on the field, but just like your, your image, really, that's when like brands want to come to you. So I feel like at times, I mean, I guess it can like get out of hand in ways, but I feel like it's been pretty, pretty good so far. And I mean, it's giving people opportunity to um, build their like brand before, I mean, they go to the next level or not. I mean, like that's the thing mm-hmm. people don't understand. It's like not everyone's going to make it to the league. Like, that's just the way it is. And if you do, I mean, it's, I mean, who knows how, how long you'll be there. So why not take full advantage of, of all that while you, while you got it? Yeah, for sure. That was always one of the weird things, frankly, about college football is there are, there are athletes who are probably like at their peak level of marketability when they're in college. Right. Yeah. Um, so it did always seem, uh, I'll just use the word weird, unfair. I would probably say that like to not let guys, be able to take advantage of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely been, um, I don't know. I've, I've, I was always a supporter of it. Thought it's, that it's, it's been cool. Um, you know, and it's for us, obviously selfishly, it's enabled us to do things like this, uh, yeah. which has been, which has obviously been really fun. Um, but so, you know, we're, so again, we mentioned at the, at the top, you know, classic city collective, Oxia time are, are collaborating and we're able to set this up. Um, you know, John and I, we've got, we've got our watches, um, and you, we know you're an Oxia Time uh, ambassador you. as well. Um, I don't know. If, what, do you, what do you think about what do you think about your watch? Have you have you enjoyed it? Oh yeah, I wear it uh, every game day. Like on the dog walk, I got it on. I got like I actually have my like uh, the national championship one that they made. So I wear that every day. I mean, those are they're high end Swiss watches. Like 
durable, look good. So like, yeah, they're, they're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and have you played around with the athletic strap? Oh, yeah. I, I have. So I actually have two, two watches. I have like the, just like a normal one. And then I have the playoff or the college football playoff one. Um, so I kind of mess around with, with both of them. I actually put like the red strap on one. So yeah, just, just messing around with, with all, cause it comes with like, I think what, three different straps in each one of them. So yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, we, that's definitely something uh, we've enjoyed. I know John, John likes to leave the uh, stainless steel on his. I, I I like the NATO strap. I, I've seen. I've so we understand there was a photo shoot, lad. We, we've seen some of the photos, uh, so we we have seen uh, the ones of you catching the football uh, with the watch and the when the in the red strap on the watch. It looked look pretty sweet. I, I don't know. I, is there like any modeling uh, in your future, lad? Uh, I mean. I not that I know of right now. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, oh, like to play, great. I like to play football. So hopefully I can keep that. Keep that rolling. <laughs> Love it. Um, well, definitely, you know, everyone uh, go check them out. You can head over to oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Um, a, a portion of the proceeds from these watches when they're sold, uh, go to Bulldogs Battling Breast Cancer. Um, and let me talk like the, the proceeds also support the student athletes um, at University of Georgia through the Classic City Collective. Um, and like we've talked about, there's the 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 two, uh, you know, two national championship uh, collections. And you can also check out the uh, limited edition timepieces uh, that are signed by the presentation box signed by Kirby Smart. Um, there's only 25 of those uh, from each design. So be sure to head over to oxiatime.com to check those out. Lad, have you have you seen the the latest 2024 watches that they they just dropped the new the new styles those those would look good with the georgia logo on them don't you think <laughs> they look pretty good they look sweet <laughs> oh man okay so so i guess kind of back back like just with this season lad so i know like you're you're coming in um we're all like i know you i'm sure you had big like personal expectations um you have to have the injury and you have to sit out but when you came back, I mean, like you were back like right away, uh, which was like super impressive to me. I'm just curious, like, what did you do to stay ready? Like, not only physically, but also mentally. Like, I, I don't know, how were you? How were you able to do that? It's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, I mean, really, just kind of staying locked in. Like, I mean, we meet, we have meetings every day before practice for like a couple hours. I have so many walkthroughs. Um, before that so I mean I was still able to do stuff like that like go to the meetings get all the like get at the game plan for that week do all the walkthroughs so I mean that was easy the easy part is being able to kind of stay mentally locked in that way um, but it was definitely frustrating at times like just wanted like put in so much work like winter workouts summer workouts fall camp and then it's like right before the season just boom something happens and I mean you're out for a couple weeks so it definitely um was frustrating at times but I mean, it is what it is. I could I mean, I couldn't. You can't help injuries sometimes. You just gotta do what you can do to get out, like get over them and overcome it. So, I'm just kind of try to do everything I could every day to get back out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been impressive since you're back. I mean, what like your your second game back, you tied your career high in receiving yards uh, against the Gators, uh, which was a which was a huge one. Which I gotta tell you, I don't know uh, something that I observed the way you caught 
that ball and just like immediately pivoted uh, and went, took it to the house. Kind of reminded me of the, the Lindsey Scott play back in 1980. Uh, you didn't run as far as he did, which is the way you ran away from the defense. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm putting you up there with some with some Georgia legends left. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, he, he, you just you just ran away from everybody. Um, speaking of, of running away, like you guys, I know there's probably some friendly competition amongst the team, right? Like you, you guys do races like to, to, are there challenges on the field? Like, Hey, race me. Uh, honestly, not right now because the time, by, by the time we get done with practice, <laughs> we're like, okay. If I, if I try to run another one, like, I don't know about that, but, uh, no, I mean, we got some guys that can absolutely fly on our team. Like it's. And it's so effortless too. Like they're just like out there just cruising. And I'm like, yeah, I who's wish. The, it would. Who's the fastest? I mean, I'd have to say Arian. Arian, like, okay, yeah. Any, any person, if you can run like a ten o, ten one in the hundred meter, like you're probably gonna be the fastest player on your team. So, yeah, he can. Uh, he can absolutely roll. Man, he's been close a few times this season. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, he just like the pressure he puts on defenses when he like just running vertical like they just they have to respect it so yeah i know i think he i mean as like a track guy like did you ever run track or anything like no, in high no, school no no, no. Like, okay. i ran ran one meet my like junior year okay um, but like didn't really like actually like god uh, like, practice or nothing like that but then i was actually planning on like maybe running senior year but then COVID hit and then like shut all that down so okay okay got it gotcha COVID. Yeah. 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 I, I can't, I can't imagine for you, for you guys being there. Like that's your, your introduction to college is COVID year. That's, that's wild. <laughs> Getting on campus. And it was like the first thing I felt like we had to do was like, go get a COVID test. Like, and that was, that was when they picking them up in your brain. It felt like, I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that was yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 sure you guys had it like nonstop to be able to play and stuff. So I I can't imagine. Um, well, with 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 this week got Ole Miss coming up, um, last home game of the year, senior night night game. You, you excited to, to have the fans light light up Sanford? Uh, I mean, just like the the volume of night games this year has also been insane compared to like last year we had like so many noon kickoffs. Uh, like, do do you enjoy? Do you guys enjoy the night game? Do you care? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Teams are always, like, always cool. I feel like the fans, like, definitely show up, like, pumped up, ready to get going. Especially, like, when the light show comes on fourth quarter. Like, I see it. Like, I see it in your background right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, like, that's something, like, I feel like you can never get, like, it never gets old. You can never get tired of that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. This is an undefeated background. <laughs> <laughs> keep it then, keep it yeah yeah do you do you guys speaking of that like do you guys have uh what's your what's your routine and how does it change depending on the game times for you know for these matchups like i know that y'all have when we talked to tate he mentioned that like the schedule is very regimented he he actually made a joke like if i'm not doing anything i almost like get scared like am i missing something so like what's, yeah. what's your what's your prep like yeah like are you talking about like on game days yeah on game days yeah yeah, so we always um, we always stay in the in the team hotel on Friday nights. So that's like if even if we're in Athens, like we'll stay at the Georgia Center, or if it's like it's an away game, we'll go stay somewhere um, wherever we're playing. But it all just depends. Like the noon kickoffs, like I feel like it's you wake up, eat, <laughs> go to the stadium and play. 
but like seven o'clock you kind of got more time during the day so you gotta like figure out how you want to like manage that like because you don't want to just like lay there the whole day and like sit on your phone but you also don't want to be up doing something all like the whole time so i like to get a little nap in uh <laughs> at some at some point during the day uh but yeah i we, we usually like do pre-game meal i think it's like four hours before kickoff and then we'll do like our walkthroughs and meetings and that stuff and, and then head to the stadium and go play when you guys are when you guys are in the locker room and you're getting hyped up like is there something like what we, we asked tate this like what's the what's the what gets you energized for the game? Like, is there songs that you guys play? Like, what what gets you like in in that in that mode? Uh, I get like really like when I like step off the bus at the dog walk and I see everybody there. Like, I immediately like feel like I get cold chills. I'm like, ah, right, like it's it's about that time. Like, it's about it's it's ready to get going. But um, kind of getting in the locker room and you gotta be careful though. Like, you can't get too high. Like before the game, like, he gets too amped up because you're going to get out there and then you're going to be shot already before you get going. So I kind of try to stay level-headed until, I guess, like, right before the game and then get jacked up. Gotcha. With So with it, senior night has – so I know, like, again, you came in in COVID. I know, like, eligibility is all crazy. Like, has the team – have you guys all, like, told Kirby, like, does, has the team decided who's walking yet for senior night? Or is that still all up in the air? Um, I think I think most people have decided um, if they are, if they're not. But like that doesn't necessarily like mean anything. Yeah. Really. Like right, yeah, right. Like you can like I'm a redshirt junior this year, but technically a like, senior. Um, yeah. So like, I'm going to do senior night, but then also like I could do it again next year or like or whatever happens. So it doesn't like determine anything. But I feel like a lot of guys like if this is your fourth year then most like all those guys are usually going to do it no matter the like no matter their decision really got it that makes sense that makes sense yeah, yeah that's cool that's cool but you but you're going to come back and do it again next year that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about uh so lad i do know uh, you you've got your black attire on on saturday night we were discussing amongst friends for the fans like do you again night game sometimes we were like oh the fl- the fans should black out the stadium like is, is there any energy from that too? Like seeing the stands look a certain way or is it just, you guys just looking for the, the noise and the environment? Uh, Yeah. It's usually just like when I hear it, like I can hear it. Like it's like not so much, I guess when I'm like, when we're on offense, it's not as loud, but like when our yeah, defense yeah. standing on the sideline and like, that's really when you can kind of like take it in and be like, like, dang, like this is, this is crazy. So um, yeah. And our fans do it literally every single week. Um, so it's that's the best part about it. Is there any lobbying amongst the players to wear certain uniforms? No, no, not. <laughs> Shoot, we just whatever they put in our locker. I feel like we just put it on and go out there and play. So okay, okay. John, he already said he already mentioned keep the main thing the main thing earlier. He's he, he, he's that's dialed true. in. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I saw I saw something on on the socials this week. Lad, and I, I, w- I was curious if you wanted to tell your side of the story. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but uh, Chris Brown was on and, and and telling a story about being in a being in a car wreck, and uh, the medics basically that that you were the first person that showed up, and the guy at the ambulance was like, "Hey, did you know Lad McConkey's here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually, insane, but. So Chris is my roommate, 
and like we were all over at one of my other's buddies' house. Um, I can't even remember what we were even doing. Like, we were just sitting there hanging out, but Chris was like, "Hey, I got to go take like a, a quiz or something." So I'm gonna head home. So I was like, okay. So we were just sitting there, like hanging out in the house, just and I ended like I remember seeing like sirens like kind of go by like the house we were at, but I didn't like think anything about it. And then Chris's brother ended up calling me. I was like, "Hey, like, have you talked to Chris? Like, Chris has been in a wreck." I was like, well, "Like, what?" So I called Chris, and he's like, "Yeah, I got in the wreck. He was good." But I jumped in my car, and we went over there, and then just kind of like ran up there and started talking to him. And then afterwards, Chris was like, "Yeah, that guy was like wasn't even taking care of me." But now I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. They took good care of him, but they were like. <laughs> Did you know that McConnell Chris was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, can you pick my eye here? Uh, okay, so so it wasn't so noticeable to you. You you found out about it from Chris later. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't something yeah. like God didn't like stop and like you know what I'm saying like he was he did he was doing a good job. They were taking care of him, but uh, that's too funny. That's too funny. I, I I saw I saw that I don't know a couple of days ago. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought yeah. it was it was well timed because we had been talking to Patrick about about having you on. So I was like, oh, I gotta ask Lad about this. <laughs> Do you guys watch each other's content and stuff, like or or critique or co- comment on it amongst amongst the locker room? Because, like like Jim was saying, one of the one of the best parts about NIL from from my perspective is being able to watch all these stories unfold. Like one of my favorite ones is is listening to Jackson and Javon do their thing like do you guys do you guys all kind of listen in and participate on each other's stuff yeah I, I think so I mean like and they do a good job too like with like Jackson's in they like put it out on like the players lounge and then like Tate and them like they like do it on like through the collective and stuff so uh I see it that way and then I'll and then just go and listen to it and always like it's just funny because like I see those guys and I'm around them every single day and then just see them do that <laughs> podcast so, it's cool it's, it's funny though they do a good job all of them do yeah, Hughes and Jacob Hardy, they they have theirs too. So they they all do a solid job. It's it's, it's fun to watch. Have you gotten on with them and to talk? I, I think I've seen some, but I'm not sure. I did one with uh, Makai Hughes. That's right. Yeah, I thought I saw one with you. That was like when he. I think that was like when he very first started it. Like it was like the, one of the first ones he did. But I haven't been on any of the other ones yet. Got it. So John Lad just brought up Makai. I feel I like we have to, to say, yeah, we have, we have to address a, the elephant in the room. We have an elephant in the room. Okay, lad. So <laughs> something that we started doing uh, with two years ago, I guess. So two years ago, uh, we decided that uh, Kiaris Jackson, your former teammate, we we decided that he was the unofficial official receiver of my got a podcast. Uh, and so it was like, a, it was kind of a thing. And we used to make gifts and, and jokes about that and everything. And so when Kiaris... <laughs> try to get him on, try to get him. but when when Kiaris, you know, graduated, he's gone. Uh, everyone wanted to know who was going to be the unofficial official receiver of my got a podcast this year, and so we said we had to let it naturally play out. And when Makai took that punt return to the house, like we were like inundated with it has to be Makai, it has to be Makai. So, so just so you know, we did name Makai Muse the, the unofficial official receiver of my got a podcast. However, Makai isn't here, and you are. So we were we were kind of curious. Would you be okay if we said Lad McConkie is the official receiver of my got a podcast? <laughs> hey, that's that's hey, we can, that's cool. We can both be it too, though. It's a good one too. So he, yeah, he's electric. When he gets the ball, I'm like, oh, something's about to happen. You better start watching. So. 
I mean, who's the better who's the better punt returner between you two guys? Because you you guys are both pretty good at it. Shoot, I mean, he's taking one to the house. I have it, so I can't. I can't. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I uh, love it. Do when when he came in when he came in. Have you re, like? Do you guys have camaraderie? Like, are you taking him because he was kind of an unheralded guy too, right? Yeah. So I mean, he kind of had to do. I guess like a lot of the stuff I did, like just like being on the scout team, going against those guys. But like, he was just down there making plays. Like, I mean, catching bombs, catching screens, taking them to the house, and like, feel like like they realized, okay, like this guy can play. Let's get him on the field. Let's get the ball in his hands. And I mean, y'all see it now when he gets it. It's like you, but you like I said, you better better start watching. Yeah. I mean, do you? I mean, do you think that it's just it's just the that our coaching staff is just that better at evaluations in terms of being able to bring in these guys that are diamonds in a rough and like what what how how is it that we're able to continue to do this not not even at the wide receiver position but all the other yeah. positions that we've had three star guys come up and out of nowhere and now they're first round draft picks and things like that like what what's different about Georgia that that you think that that's the way that it is. Yeah, I mean, I think they're really good evaluators like coming out of high school, like getting kids here, but they're also really good, like, developers. Like, we practice, like, ones, twos, threes, fours. Like, everybody's getting reps, like, every single day here. So, like, there's no one that's just standing on the sideline, like, twiddling their, twiddling their thumbs. Like, they're over there, like, getting some work in. And I feel like that's kind of what, like, been up, like, been the difference is people, like, if you can get those reps and like get that time in there, like you're going to get better. Is there someone that's, that's currently on the scout team that we should be looking out for next year? Shoot. We got a lot of like, just speaking like from my position, like we got some young guys like at the receiver position that they're going to step up. I mean, even like some sophomores too, like we're so deep. Like we have so many guys that, like y'all haven't even seen yet that are going to like come up and have a breakout year. So, I mean, I can't name one. There's probably, there's probably going to be a couple of them. <laughs> okay. When when you when you were redshirting, like so, you mentioned being on the scout team. So who was who was like throwing the ball to you back then? I, I'm trying to remember who was scout. Like was it Carson or? No, it was JT. It was, oh, oh, that's right. Okay, okay, because so, he because he could he wasn't cleared to play at first. Yeah. So okay. I guess yeah he um because he ended up playing that year though right I think eventually like, eventually like, yeah, at the end. Was it like South Carolina or no or Mississippi State? We played at Mississippi State. Mississippi State. That's where he got that? the the high yaw kick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Before that, I mean, he was on he was on scout team, so yeah, he was he was my quarterback down there. Okay, interesting, interesting. I totally forgot that. Okay, thank you for setting me straight. <laughs> there you. You've caught from everybody. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the things that we we talked about heading into the Florida week was you know, Carson getting to go back home and play. Um, I, I know like it, it was Knoxville technically closer to home for you, I guess. Right. Like, are you going to have, you going to have like friends and family trying to, trying to hit you up for, for that game in a couple of weeks? Uh, I mean, my, like my whole family usually comes to like comes to the game anyways. Okay, so they'll awesome. be, no, like, like all my friends really growing up, like they were all Georgia fans already. So like they, yeah, okay. they didn't really care about Tennessee. <laughs> okay 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 cool well no i'm I'm sure that i'm sure that'll be a, a, a special one for you for you though uh in a in a, in a couple of weeks we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be watching yes sir do you have any uh is there are there any like anecdotes that you you have that uh like 
Tate Tate kind of gave us a Dr. Pepper story. I don't know if he told you about that or if you heard about that story, but like he had a, a ranking. We had we did the ranking for uh, for Halloween candy. I think uh, that Jim did on that one. I botched uh, it. I messed it up. <laughs> Are, are there is there anything about the the holiday season coming up that you're looking forward to with with Thanksgiving and Christmas? Uh, so Thanksgiving, like, I mean, we're playing, so we don't really get much like time off. So I don't really get to go home, mm. and like, I feel like my family's so big too. Like, I have like five Thanksgivings. It's just like on one day. So, like, but jeez, <laughs> well, I mean, not five, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. To go too. Um, but like my mom and dad and brother and sister. And, um, like they usually come down to Athens and do Thanksgiving with me here. So looking forward to that. Guess it's been some, some quality time with family. What's your, what's your top five Thanksgiving dishes? Oh, uh, I got, uh, give me five. Let's, let's do five and rank them. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I mean, I guess what's, what's your, what's your main dish? Do you guys just say, eat turkey? John, do you... John's not a turkey guy. John's <laughs> a ham a guy. For, I'm not okay. a turkey fan. I'm a ham or a turkey. Like you, are you a ham or a turkey guy? Like, okay, I'll do, I'll do turkey. Okay. Um, dressing. I was going to say okay. dressing or stuffing. Dressing, dressing is the right stuffing. answer. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do like, like sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes? Yeah, we'll do. I mean, both like, <laughs> so my dad makes like, my dad makes this little hash brown casserole too. Which is... Oh, those are good. Nice. I was like that. Uh, any casserole, casserole is good. Like green bean casserole, like corn, like all that. I feel like if you can just put any casserole, I guess be my top ones there. Do you guys, are you, are you a cranberry sauce guy? Uh, not huge. Not huge. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not too picky though. So whatever gets on my plate usually ends up getting eaten. <laughs> you always eat a little bit of everything, right? Cause you can't, you can't insult aunt, aunt May or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. You got to get two plates. You got to get two plates. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. Good stuff. Well, so what? Uh, what's your what's your prediction for the Saturday? Oh, to me to decide. All I know is we're going to just go out there, to play our game, and uh, other rest take care of itself. I do. I do have one question. One more question about game day in in general. So. We did. I did ask this question from Tate, uh, of Tate. Have you been on the receiving end of a Kirby rage stroke? <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Can you walk us through that process? <laughs> from your or just like what goes or what goes through your head? <laughs> yeah, what goes through your head? Um. I mean, I always say this. It's like listen to the message, not the tone. Hmm. You just like hear him screaming. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm screaming at me. Like it's crazy. But if you like really listen, like. He's not doing it to like be mean. Like he's not, like he's not trying to like be mad at you. He's just like he's so competitive and so like passionate about it. He just wants the best for us. But yeah, uh, I guess I've been on been on a couple of those. But I feel like if you haven't, then something's if wrong. You haven't, something's wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does it. He does it out of love, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's 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 a, that's gotta be just a cool experience. Like you, you've basically been on the on the ascension of everything you know, related to this program and watching what Kirby's built. Is there any other inside, like, like one of the things that, uh, that we've been kind of impressed with is just the details of everything. Um, Is there anything that you could elaborate on with that as relation to what you've seen from your perspective as a player? Yeah. Maybe, maybe as maybe something that's different from what you hear from your friends that are at other schools kind of thing. 
Uh, I mean, really just like we kind of approach it with like everything, like everything matters. Like our big thing is like focus on like now, like don't look in the past, don't look ahead. Like, and moment that's by moment. <laughs> exactly. And y'all, y'all heard him say that, but like, like that's really like what he preaches and what like all our players like go by. Um, like whether that's like the meeting you're in right then, the walkthrough you're, you're about to go to like practice and as soon as practice ends, that's treatment. And then after treatment, that's ranking. Like it's literally just like when the moment you're in, like don't look too far ahead. Don't look too far behind you. Cause at the end of the day, like that's not really going to help you. And so I feel like that's like, that's our, our thing is just like focus on little things and don't let anything slip by. I mean, honestly, it's like, to me, one of the cool things has been like, so one of the things that people say about Kirby is like, you know, was he not the head football coach? He'd be pretty successful, like in the business world. And like, I I do feel like the things that we, that we, that we see that we hear coming out are not just good lessons in football, but also in life. I mean, like what you just talked through, like, you know, anyone can apply that. And I'm sure you guys will keep that with you throughout life. And it's going to, you know it's going to set, set you all up, set you all up well for even in life after football. So it's pretty no, cool. No doubt. What's something, what's something out there that the, that the people don't know about Ladd McConkey that they should know? Um, I don't know. Uh, trying to think I like to play golf. I mean, I guess that's a, I'm a lefty. So I, I hit on the wrong side. Oh, there okay. you go. Me too. <laughs> Are you actually left-handed or do you just play golf left-handed? Just play golf left-handed. Yeah. Like I, I Throw, do everything else right-handed, but uh, hit a golf club left-handed. Same. Me too. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, that's I, I, my dad taught me how to hit a baseball left-handed, and so I ended up doing golf left-handed too. So that's how it ended with me. Yeah, that's that's how I'm like growing up, played baseball. I was always, always a lefty. But okay. Yeah, so if I would switch hit too sometimes, though. It's like so I was hitting hitting bad on the left side. My dad was like, I'm, I'm going to make you switch right-handed. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ambidextrous or something right here. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's, I guess that could be something. Okay. Yeah, that works. That works. I, hey, we learned that. I didn't know that. And now, now I get to, I can talk about how uh, Lad McConkey plays golf the way I do. So. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, play a little better than I do though. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> did you, did you play at the Bulldogs battling breast cancer uh, golf tournament? Um, yeah, so I've been, I actually, I didn't get to play in it this past year, which I was upset about, but every other year I got to, I got to play in it. So that's very awesome. cool. Very cool. Yeah. So we, we've had, uh, Dwight who, who manages the tournament. We've had him on yep. the podcast. He's a friend of ours. Um, I actually got to meet, uh, Jay Abbott, uh, who, who he and his wife, Teresa founded the, the charity. I got to meet him the, this past weekend, homecoming weekend. So good, good people, good people. They're- they're such good people. So, and like putting on that like event, it's it's awesome. So, I was yeah. upset I didn't here, but speaking uh, of uh, of the the charitable events, did you get to play in the bowling event that Coach Rick did? I did not either. I didn't get to go to that. Um, we had like some other receivers. Like, there's like three or four other receivers that that went to go bowl um, and do that. But if they said it was a good turnout and like they raised a lot of money and it was a good event, so I was super exciting. Was there any smack talk? about who who won the who won the belts <laughs> <laughs> some guy talking about it they were there just arguing but i mean I, there's guys on our team that are so competitive like they'll they'll start arguing about anything so i i, I bet <laughs> it's uh, always good. funny keeps, keeps you on your toes nice 
All right, lad. Well, hey, we we really appreciate you coming on uh, my God of Podcast. It's, we've had a blast um, getting to get some insight from you. Um, shout out again to Classic City Collective and, and Oxia Time for for putting this together, uh, making it happen. Um, and you know, whether we say official receiver my God of Podcast, co unofficial official, uh, you're, you're definitely uh, you, you're joining the annals for sure. Yes, sir. I appreciate. <laughs> Yes, yes. Thanks. Thank. Uh, we're very appreciative of your time. Just, you know, Jim and I are huge fans of yours and the team. Uh, we're alumni, so we are are very appreciative of, of everything that you dedicate uh, your bodies and your time to th- this game that we all love. So just thank you so much. Yes, Man. sir. Good, uh, g- good luck the rest of the season. Go dogs. Yes, sir. Thank you. all I enjoyed Go it. Go dogs. Dogs. <laughs>